0: Welcome to Spilling the Tidal Tea, where we talk a lot about life and a little about business. Your host, Ashley Ramsey, will be sitting down with guests from all different sectors of the real estate industry to tell you their real-life stories. From hardships to triumphs and business to personal lives, we promise to bring you the tea. Welcome to another episode of Spilling the Title Tea. Today's guest... Is Chad Aldridge, who is a loan and business development officer for First Southern National Bank here in Richmond, Kentucky. Welcome to the show, Chad.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: All right. So, Chad, you grew up not far from here in Irvin, Kentucky, so just one county over. And then you studied at Eastern Kentucky University, which is right here in Richmond. So, you're no stranger to Madison County. Tell us a little bit about what it was like to grow up in Central Kentucky.
1: I'll talk a little bit about urban. So it's small town, one of those everybody knows everybody kind of thing. So even now, when you go back or I go back to visit, say family, I still see people I know. They know me. Of course, I had a nickname. So they still call me a the nickname. They don't call me my original name, Chad. So they call me something completely different, which I'm not going to say right now. So small town, not a lot going on. I think, to be honest with you, there's less there now than when I was in high school, which is sad to say. But I will say, enjoyed my time there, and like the small town feel. You know, Richmond kind of has that small town feel, but there's different more things here than in Irvin. Like a lot of people from Irvin that graduate from Irvin or Estill County High School, uh, we gravitate to EKU. We call that Estill University sometimes. So
0: I hadn't heard that before. I like that. Yeah.
1: And so we call it Estill University. So we have a lot of people go from Estill to EKU, and I enjoyed my time there. I kind of looking back on it kind of thing on some things i wish i was more involved when i was there but can change that but small town feel i still have that ear in so i enjoy that
0: well you're talking about the things that are aren't necessarily the same the one thing in urban that will always be there is the burger bar i,
1: knew I, was to say. <laughs> I actually talked to somebody today about that
0: well they're the only place close by that has the true twist counts with the um Swirl. The swirl, yes. yeah. The vanilla and the chocolate, and that's my favorite. So, the Burger Barn is my jam.
1: So, have you been to the Twin? No. Uh It's on River Drive, and they have the true dip cone. So, you take the ice cream, okay. put it in whatever the flavoring is, and it hardens. Mm-hmm. So, they have that there. Both are good. So, I'm going to have to venture down into River. Venture park. down.
0: Well, I don't live very far from the Estill County line, actually, so I'm not too far from there.
1: Yeah, you have to check it out. Yeah, I'll definitely. Con cheese is good too, so it's just in case you didn't know.
0: Well, I didn't know, and now I do, so now my weekend plans are solidified. <laughs> so that's good to know. So while you're kind of new to the Richmond area, you grew up next door, you're not really new to Kentucky, you're not new to the area in general, but you've experienced several new things over the past few years, things that can push you outside of your comfort zone, Things that can be difficult to juggle, let alone when you put all those things together, can cause stress. It can cause anxieties and self-doubts and all sorts of things when you're in a season of growing and stretching. So I just would like for you to share with our audience a little bit about your personal journey.
1: So been in banking, this will be my 12th year. 11 of those, I was with one institution. So I graduated EKU. We had a community bank where I'm from in Essex County. A buddy of mine reached out was like, hey are you interested in job i was like no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> banking was not on my radar at that point that's hilarious uh, so you know he kept lugging me i guess you could say He was like come on just apply just apply we need somebody we need somebody so i did so started 2011 and i wasn't in lending as a, well, an officer but i was on the back end so document prep appraisal review title work things of that nature so I started there and kind of worked my way up to credit analyst, to lending, and in the past year, decided to make a move from that institution to with First Southern National Bank now. So the community president reached out to me at some point and it's like, hey, we need somebody, are you interested? And at that time, I said, same thing, no. <laughs> I'm like, not interested, happy where I'm at. We were working on a few things, trying to change some things around, so things still through. And then changed my mind, and I actually reached back out to the community president. Do you still have that position available? We do. So I was like, perfect. So that was basically a year, a little over a year ago. And in the midst of all that, got married, and then my wife became pregnant, and we had a child. And so in the past year, year and a half, there's been a lot going on. New job. New job. Married. Married. Baby. Baby, yes. <laughs> and so, you know,
0: where are you didn't even think you were going to be at? <laughs> yeah.
1: And in, in banking, which I was like, you know what's banking? I'm not interested in that. You know, I had a finance degree from EKU. I'm like, I'm going to start my business, do something totally different. But life has its ways. And that's the path I chose and the path that led me to for Southern. Mm-hmm. But, you know, birth of our first daughter, our first child, Poppy. I love I'm that like, name, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. We love it too. It's a different story for maybe another time. We chose the name. <laughs> But yeah, there was a lot going on in a 12-month span. So not only did I switch jobs in which, you know, I worked at an institution that I became comfortable with, Mm -hmm. maybe too comfortable, and I wanted to switch it up. So leaving that institution to First Southern, you know, I thought I knew a lot because you get comfortable with the space that you're in. And I wish somebody had told me a long time ago that nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care.
0: Yeah. Such a true statement.
1: Yeah. And so I didn't really work on the business or relationship development portion because I was really never tasked in doing so. So, you know, I had a loan portfolio and I had a lot of lending experience and loan experience, but being out in the community and trying to establish relationships it's a completely different world. Yeah. And so starting with First Southern, I was like, great, I want to do this, but I was like, I have no clue where to go or to start. And it's just like, well, you got to figure it out somehow. But with all that going on, I'm kind of an anxious person, anyways. And so the anxiety kind of kicked in. And it's like, you know, can I do this? Will I succeed? Or I'll be able to grow a lump of portfolio. Or for a sudden, keep me out the door because I'm not producing. You're right. So it's like all those scenarios are playing through your head. That's just work, not including, hey, no life and our year dream to have our first child. And it's like, that's going to change everything.
0: Yeah. Now you could do all this with no sleep.
1: Yeah. Team no sleep. <laughs> trying to grow a long portfolio and be involved in the community and build relationships and, you know, work on the relationship behind with your wife, watch her on raise a kid. Could be a lot. I'm not saying it's impossible. Everybody does it. But probably the first, I don't know, I'd say two to three months, I was anxious, put it that way. Like, hard to eat, you know, little no sleep. Stressed to-, Stress to the max to the kill. And I was just like, I don't know if I could do this. And so it took some time. You know, I even went to the doctor because I was like, I need some help.
0: Yeah. And obviously, like people have such a stigma on that. But hello, if you had a broken bone, yeah, you would go to a professional to get assistance with that. And it's no different. When you need help, you need help.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I was anxious to put it that way. And, you know, had discussions with my wife and, you know, can you do this? And she's like, yeah, I think you can. It just takes time. And I'm like, the taking time part's hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still working on that. Yeah. I think that's banking. I think that's relationship development. It's not going to happen.
0: It's not instantaneous. No, it's not In an happen. instantaneous world, no. it's not instantaneous. No.
1: It's one of those things that you just have to go with it and it takes time. And you just got to be patient, which is hard for me. So, yeah, it took some time and saw some help. But as time went on, it got better. And, of course, you you grow with the child and the hobby's great and things are going well. And I think one day I was like, you know what? I'm just tired of taking the medication or whatever it might be. And I'm just like, it's time to roll with it. And so since then, it's been good. Now, is it still stressful? Absolutely. Right.
0: We should cope better with it now.
1: Correct. Yeah.
0: And I think that's a key point of just like a broken bone, eventually you get to the point where you no longer need the casting, whatever, Correct. you know, and in that situation, that's the goal is you get the help that you need in the moment. And then you're working toward being better down the line.
1: Yeah. And it's just weird because, you know, banking or, you know, top searches. Right. But nobody's ever like, hey, go out and build relationships, which if you haven't done so, it's just like, this is completely different.
0: Yeah. It's completely different for somebody to say. Go get the business yeah. versus here is some business, right. do the processes and work the file.
1: Yeah. It's not walking through the door. i you to- that. <laughs> yeah, you can just sit in your office and be like, oh, okay, I'm just waiting on toll loans to come in this week. No, nah, it doesn't yeah. work that way. So through, I think, 13, 14 months, it's definitely got better. Become more involved in the community. I've met some great people who I would never have met at my previous employer. So I'm very appreciative of that and very appreciative for Southern I had the pleasure of meeting you through doing this and some B and I, and so I've been very fortunate, and I'm glad I made the move because it's been great. It's just getting through the woods, basically. It was kind of difficult there for a lot.
0: Yeah, well, and the thing about it is, is a lot of times people from the outside looking in have a better vision than you. So obviously, they knew your capabilities and your qualities, and that you would be successful at this, or they wouldn't have put you in that role. That sometimes we have a hard time
1: seeing that potential oh, yeah. in ourselves. Typically the worst critic. I definitely yeah. myself. Like yeah. I'm very hard on myself. Like I tell myself things that I would never tell somebody <laughs> else. Like I would not talk to somebody that way. About yeah. myself that way. I
0: think that a lot of us are like that. and Why? It doesn't make any sense.
1: I don't know. Like you're very harsh on myself. So yeah. I would never talk to anybody else that way because they would be like, oh my gosh, like what's wrong with them? <laughs> 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 you know, but I'm uh, very hard on myself, but I guess that's kind of a good thing, too, because it drives you up at some point. So
0: They don't have a balance.
1: Yeah, I agree. But you have to be driven. You can't just sit on your hands. I mean, that's the silly stuff in work.
0: Work ethic is the key, which, again, goes along with drive. But you can be driven and have a mindset of really wanting to do things, but not have the work ethic to be the motor behind it. Correct. Yeah, you know, so you have to have a little bit of both, and you obviously do.
1: Yeah, and it helps that my wife is very supportive, and she pushes me to be better. Which is great. And you need that at home. I think that's important. Absolutely. And I've been very fortunate and blessed with First Southern because they understand, like, they're not looking at you and like, oh, you need numbers, you need this, you need that. They know that this is a process and that if you do it correctly, it's going to take time. But if you do it correctly in time, it turns out the way it should be.
0: Yeah. And especially in the current market conditions that we're in. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You know, let's just add another layer to your stress. Okay, you've got all these things. You've started all these, you know, new seasons of life all at the same time. When the market is historically terrible.
1: Yeah. rates for the highest have been in 20 years, by the way. So hey, not only do you have a new job and have to develop relationships and grow a business, but the market's the highest has been freight-wise in 20 years. So good luck. Yeah. Kind of at it. Yeah, great. Thanks. But it's been good. And I'm very blessed and fortunate. And hopefully I can stick around for a long time and keep it for Southern. But it's definitely getting better. And it's been great to develop those relationships in the past 12, 14 months.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, again, things kind of happen the way they're supposed to. You said it twice. now. I mean, this wasn't even remotely your plan. You even said no. But isn't it funny how we end up just where we're supposed to be, even when we fight it?
1: Yeah. Twice I said no. (laughs) Yeah. No to the Benetting Field. The very first time and then no to the first other option. Uh, so I'm, like, oh, I'm comfortable. Good where am at." And then, you know, things change. But I think you're right. Like, I think it turns out how it should not be. You're in the place that you're meant to be.
0: Absolutely. And again, just the growing process of it. You know, had you stayed in the comfort zone, where would you really be on a personal level? You know what I mean? Because these sorts of things, yes, it's stressful, but they expand you. They stretch you. They grow you and help you ensure just in every aspect of your life. I mean, if you're sitting in comfort, then you're stagnant.
1: You're 100% correct. And honestly, I think I would be uh, happy because even being there for every moment, it's like, I wanted more. I wanted to do this. I want to do that, but wouldn't push myself because comfort can be the devil sometimes, honestly. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, and so you just get stuck in it and kind of turn your blinders on. And it's like, I'm comfortable here. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. But when you finally take that leap or jump out of that comfort zone, it's just like, oh gosh. When you're in it, it feels very uncomfortable. But <laughs> scary. Yes, and scary. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm gonna go to these events and these people are like, Who is this guy? Like, he's a fool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's stumbling all over himself. But no, once you get out of that comfort zone and you kinda take a step back and look over 12, 24 months, whatever it may be and take a step back and look at that and be like, man, look how much I've grown in 12 months. Right. You know, 24 months, 18 months, whatever it may be and like, look at all this relationship that I have developed and that time frame. Which you know, maybe if I sit in that comfort zone, I would still be there not doing any of this.
0: Well, and two, I think on a personal level, when you step out and you're growing, you're doing something different and you find success in it and you see that it's working and you know that your efforts are paying off. I mean, there's a joy that comes with that. There's a joy knowing that the work you're doing is worthwhile. And I think that if you can find joy in the little things at work, that follows through to home. Yeah. You know, and it makes your overall life, not just at work, but just your overall quality of life a lot better.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And it's also like, All those changes that were happening in that 12-month span, it's like, well, the biggest change that's really going to affect you is at home. Like, you just had a a baby, and that's going to change your life for forever. And so, like, changing at work and just being home and go and always doing something and trying to be on a move, it kind of translated to being home because you're not sitting down (laughs) (laughs) with a one-year-old at home. I can promise you that soon. (laughs) She's always on the move. She's crawling. She's walking down. She's into everything. So you might as well just get used to it. Chaos 24-7. <laughs> oh,
0: I love that. That's so fun. So what advice would you give to somebody? I mean, obviously, you've had a lot of experience in this realm, but juggling a lot of really important life moments. I mean, it wasn't that you had one thing going on that was a big deal and a life-changing thing. You had multiple things going on at once that you were able to juggle and not drop the ball on, and you had to cope with the stress and the anxiety and self-doubting, you know, all the things that come along with that. So if you could give advice to somebody that was going through a similar situation on the best way to get through it until they're on the other side and can look back and see, obviously, that it was worth it. If they're wondering, like, how am I going to get through it? Is this going to be worth it? What would you say?
1: Yeah, I think if you have somebody at home, whether it's a girlfriend, her wife, or, you know, maybe it's family member. You know, if they're there and willing to talk to you, do so. Like, let me house people if they're willing to assist you. That's very important. To always know you get somebody in your corner. You know, if you have somebody maybe in your work life that you can talk to that's maybe a mentor or have been in the field and has a ton of experience, and never be afraid to ask questions because you're not going to learn anything anyways just sitting there at your desk thinking you know everything. And That's right. So, you know, if you have somebody that you can talk to, I would, you know, do it. Like, suck it up. Learn as much as you can. And then the other thing is, you know, God's not going to give you more than you can handle. So you may be sitting in the thick of it and be like, oh, my gosh, like, this is a lot. I'm not going to be able to do it. It's shortly you'll make it through it. So just keep your head up.
0: I like that advice. And I like the you're never going to be handed more than you can handle. And I think that's something that's really good for people to remember when they feel like this is more than I can take. To remind yourself, no, God says I won't ever be given more than I can take. So this is pressure. This is a season of struggle But all seasons come to an end at some point. And all it's doing is just building some muscle for the next chapter. Sure.
1: He's tested you, but you'll make it. And yeah. you'll be better for it on the other end of it once you come through it.
0: Yeah. the there's a uh, saying that, you know, you can't have a testimony without a test. Very true. You know, I think that just keeping that positive mindset of knowing that better days are ahead is the key. You got to have a positive attitude if you sulk, <laughs> and get yourself down in the ditch, it's hard.
1: Yeah. If you sit on one do and just dwell on it and just have that negative mindset, it can be tough. But I mean, there's no sense in doing that. There's no purpose in it. You're not going to go anywhere. So you might as well step up and, and figure it out and you'll be better for it, though, in the long run.
0: I agree. Personal growth its probably the hardest growth. But you know, when you're a little kid and you're going through a growth spurt, you get those growing pains. Yes. You know, if your legs hurt, all the things. So it's
1: there's sleep a sleep progression in case you don't know what that is. If you don't have a kid, you'll we'll figure out what that is real quick and it's tough. <laughs> About four yeah. to six weeks of no sleep, it's awesome. Most made them kind of it's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's just a growing pain. But eventually that season will be over and you'll look back and you'll miss it. It's just part of the human nature, I guess. I just want to thank you so much for coming in today and sharing your story with our audience. I really appreciate it. I'm going to put all of your contact information in the podcast description so that our viewers know how to get in touch with you if they are needing residential lending, commercial lending. I know you also do banking for all those sorts of commercial or residential personal needs as well. So we're going to put all that information in the podcast description so everyone is able to reach you if they need to. And I just want to thank our audience for tuning in yet again for another episode of Spilling the Title Tea, where we talk a little bit about business and a lot about life
1: i appreciate you for having me on. Thank you very much.
0: That's all the tea we have for you this week. Thanks for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode of Spilling the Title Tea and visit us online for more valuable resources at SpringdaleTitle.com.